Peace. What up, though? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan. Thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of the More I Know The More I Don't podcast. Of course, for the first time listeners, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all taking time out of y'all's schedule, giving us the opportunity. My intention is to provide you value with the time that you are given. Um, for the returning listeners, of course, it's all I love. I appreciate y'all always, all day. Uh, thank y'all for staying tuned in every week, staying engaged. That's love. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe and connect with the well-connected mailing list at JacobyRyan.com where I'll update periodically on what I'm doing. Also, give out exclusives, offers, and things that are only available to the mailing list. Um, JacobyRyan.com is the website, of course. Um, and, of course, this podcast, The More I Know, The More I Don't. So the purpose of this podcast is to document the 52 and 365 campaign in which I'm putting out a new song and new music video every week in 2019. Uh, so I appreciate y'all tuning in this week. And uh, let's see what we got going today. All right, so 24 hours. Um, if you've heard the song, you know what it's about. Uh, I'm sure some people are wondering if it's even fucking true. Um, so this this is like a big a big moment in, in this uh, this year's campaign. You know what I'm saying like this was a on January 1st. This was a, a moment that I had written down and. The podcast I talked a little bit about it earlier in the year where I was like I'm leading up to a moment where I want to share and, um, and honestly like this uh, these put like of course a lot of y'all know I'm putting out like half of this year's podcast out on the last day of the year and um, this podcast is a big reason why this episode uh, because it's such a personal episode uh, about a very low point in my life but it, and I say low uh, with like sugarcoating because like it was low but at the same time like it was probably the happiest time I was in my life well not happiest but the most fulfilled you know what I'm saying the most um, the most uh, confident that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing you know what I'm saying that's probably some of the most I ever felt in my life and, uh, so that's what this song is about you know what I'm saying so 24 hours I was living out I got evicted from my apartment and I was living out my car for like damn near a year from November of 2016 to September of 2017 so the story goes uh, basically uh, I had got caught so first off I left I had so I graduated college in 2013 and I had a, a salary job, and I was all security and all that. You know what I'm saying? I had a job for the, for the first three years I graduated, and um, the stability was just like it was great. You know what I'm saying? But I took it for granted. Um, but it, it was definitely something that like I was like I had to do something else. I got to switch it up. You know what I'm saying? Because I was at work, couldn't do myself. I mean, I got I got to do something else. I got to get more freedom, and I want to be an entrepreneur, have my own business. And, and I, so I was looking for opportunities. You know what I'm saying? So I was called by. New York Life Insurance Company, and I became a life insurance agent uh, with the promise that I could be a financial advisor. So um, took some tests, became that, um, or a financial professional, financial planner more so, not an advisor technically. Um, but my, my goal was to learn this information for myself and for my family at the end of the day. Um, and what came with it was it was 100% commission, you know what I'm saying? So uh, any money I made was depending on what I did, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, in this opportunity, there was a catch, another catch, so to say, was that um, 
I guess New York life experience, a lot of people go in there and make a lot of money for the first two or three months and then quitting. So they was like, you got to come and you got to make a certain, you got to reach a certain number before you get paid anything. So I ain't get paid. So I, w- I went there in April of 2016 and I was just working, trying to call people, trying to get people in there, trying to meet with people and so on and so forth and trying to build my book of business. And um, I probably called over these past, I mean, the next two years, I probably called over like probably 600 people, 300 of them answered, and I met with probably 100 of them. Or maybe, maybe yeah, something like that. Uh, so I'm doing this job, right? And I don't get paid. For, I, I go there in April, and I don't get paid until fucking June. You know what I'm saying? So in that time period, my, my rent is getting behind. I get to pay it a couple months because I got some cushion within a, a month. I, I got behind, I think, a month or two. And I got caught back up, and then I was good, you know what I'm saying? So then I was getting paid on average now. You know so I'm getting paid regularly now because I broke that threshold. So right now I get paid when I get make business. So I'm, I'm in a good place now, you know what I'm saying? So I have months where I'm making good money. I'm, I'm feeling good about being a business owner. And I got months where I'm not making nothing. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then July hits, and I get caught with weed, you know what I'm saying? So I get pulled over, and I got like three grams that I had just got, that I had just caught from the homie. And so the guy was like, "You got you got with drugs on you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got weed." So he's like, "All right, let me see it. Get him. He take he take, he uh, take me into the car." Long story short, um, I don't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? But they take me to the they, so they I'm in the back of the car, and they like uh, so they searching my car, and my girl at the time is in there, and they and they uh, they letting her take the car. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool, and but. So like they, they search in my car. When they search my car, they find a Hennessy bottle in my trunk. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, like, I I don't drink too much no more. You know what I'm saying? I haven't put the past, like, five years. This shit was from college. You know what I'm saying? I got caught with this in 2016. I graduated college in 2013. You know what I'm saying? So I just hadn't taken that shit out of my trunk. I just said, fuck it. Like, I, I, I just didn't care. And they found the Hennessy bottle. And it actually saved me because they was like, all right, we're going to get this nigga even worse. Yeah. DUI is going to be worse than three, three grams of weed. So they was like, yo, will you take a DUI test? And in my mind, I'm like, this is my way out. This is my get-out-of-jail-free card. Hell yes. Where, where do I sign? Because I ain't drinking nothing that night. And But I had just got done smoking. And uh, So they end up, so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to take this test. So I'm ready to get out, you know what I'm saying? And I'm quiet this whole time. I don't say shit. And they like, all right. So then they turn the car on, or they, uh, they get in the they get in the car. You know what I'm saying? I thought they say that they don't like ask me to get out. They get in the car, and they pull off. And I'm like, I thought we were taking a sobriety test. You know what I'm saying? And they like we're gonna take it at the station. So I'm like, oh shit. So I get to the station, um, and long story short, I can tell y'all the story of person if y'all want to hear it. But long story short, they let me go. I passed the test with flying colors, and they feel stupid as fuck. And they tried to give me the weed back. And I'm like, nah. So I'm sitting outside of the police station. They were trying to give me the weed back. And I ain't got no car. So I got to sit out there for at least 10, 15 minutes with weed in my pocket. I just got from a police. It's mad stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't take the weed. Um, so the reason why this is important is because this caused a lot of financial stress. Because I had to pay for a lot of shit from this point. So in November, I ended up having to pay for the lawyer, which cost me like $2,000. And uh, all the court fees, you know what I'm saying? Because I told the lawyer, I was like, yo, it's my first offense. Just make sure this shit get wiped off my record. You know what I'm saying? I'll do whatever I need to do to get this shit clean. He was like, all right, bet. So I threw him that money. 
And in uh, October, I had a bad month, you know what I'm saying? But I ended up paying the rent still, but there were some other things I couldn't pay. So then November came and I had a bad month. So I had to take care of things I got behind on and I couldn't pay the rent. And then I had to pay the, uh, the lawyer too, you know what I'm saying? So then I was like, shit, I can't do this. So then December came and I couldn't, or I'm sorry, uh, November hit and that's when the, the eviction notice came, you know what I'm saying? That's when I got evicted. And December is when I, like December 1st, I, my shit was locked on my door and I had to get get in my car. And give me one second, I'm about to give me some food. And yeah, I mean, and, and basically like, shit was locked. Uh, like all my shit was locked, you know what I'm saying? My my bed, uh, mad big shit. I had I'd actually uh, prepared for this. So like I had taken out like the stuff that was really valuable before and had it in my car just in case this happened. And, um, I just ended up, I had to drive to, to a parking lot and sleep that night, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, for the rest, so from, like, November of 2016 to September of 2017, basically, I was sleeping in the, um, the parking lot of the Planet Fitness on Northwest Expressway. Uh, every night, and I would just wake up in the morning, go into Planet Fitness, take a shower, work out, um, go to go to work for the day, um, and then come back for the night, and boom, I'm I'm, I'm sleeping in my car uh, in front of Planet Fitness. You know what I'm saying? It was times it was crazy because uh, it was times when, like, uh, like I remember waking up to like lights beaming in my door, and mind you, like I'm in this Toyota Avalon with no windows tinted. You know what I'm saying? My window is completely not tinted. So like every night I would hang up my shirt because I had my shirt hanging up in my back seat. And I have all my clothes in my trunk. You know what I'm saying? And um so like at nighttime I would hang up my shirts along the edges of my car so nobody could see inside at nighttime and I'd have like a visor at the front. And um I just remember one night like waking up and it was like headlights beaming directly at my, my, my car. And it was in an angle where I knew somebody was trying to find out that somebody was inside. Uh, and I, I didn't look, I didn't try to peep around anything. Um, nobody came, but uh, somebody, like, the lights just went off and they left. But it was crazy. But, like, it's, it's, it's a few different stories that I've had, like, in that time that was just really, like, crazy like that, nerve-wracking. And, like, there were times when it was storming hard as fuck. I mean, it was times when... Uh, um, I was heartbroken a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I had went through a heartbreak at this time. Uh, it was just, I was, I was on probation at this time. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, so I got got that lawyer, you know what I'm saying? And then I, he ended up getting it to where all I had to do was do six months of probation. Um, no drinking, no smoking. I was getting drug tested every week. Um, I had to call this number and get it, and, and I have a color, and I have to see if they call my color. If they call my color, I have to go and do the drug test. So I got to pay for the drug test. Got to pay for this. I have to do counseling every every week for uh, six months, and that was a crazy story. So in counseling, uh, and mind you, like twenty four hours was written. Uh, let me get back to this before I start telling these stories. Um, twenty four hours was written, like when I did get eviction and get that eviction notice when I first when I was sitting in my apartment and I got the notice where I still had access to get in. Uh, I spent one night where I was just on my porch, you know what I'm saying? And I just remember that vividly and the feeling and, like, the thoughts and, like, thinking, like, man, shit's going to get real and, like, you're going to see if this is really what you're about, you know what I'm saying? And um, that was really where I went to when I wrote this song was, like, going to that, that space and that that, that pace, that, um, that frame of mind. And um, 
that was the big inspiration for it, was putting myself back in that spot where I knew I was going to lose mad shit that I had, my microwave, my mattress, my uh, couch, my all, all my TVs, all these different things. It was like, fuck it, like, this is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And just kind of uh, taking that and eating it. But um, so the story, so like, I was going to this counseling and shit, so first, my first day in counseling, you know what I'm saying? I'm there it's every Wednesday. And, they, and so I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the new guy, you know what I'm saying? They're like, they, they ask me, hey, what's your name? I'm saying Jacoby, you know what I'm saying? Said, so uh, do you have a drug problem? And I was like, nah, I don't, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, <clears throat> you don't have a drug problem. I was like, nah, I'm not a drug problem, man. And he was like, so why are you here? And I was like, because like, I call it weed. He was like, so you have a drug problem. I was like, no, nah, I got a location problem. You know what I'm saying? If I was somewhere else, like Colorado, Washington, this is not a drug. This is not no, no problem. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in Amsterdam, this is okay. This is no problem. Uh, I have a, a, a location problem. I have a status quo problem. I have a, a whiteness problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> and he was like, but the fact remains that you had drugs, and that's why you're here, right? And I was like, yeah. I said, you have a drug problem. I was like, no, I don't have a drug problem. You know what I'm saying? I have a law problem. You know what I'm saying, like, the law is the problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm nothing wrong with this. Like, if, if I'm drinking, yeah, I got a drug problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm drunk driving. I'm about to kill somebody. Yes, I have a drug problem, 100%. Nigga, I'm getting hot. I ain't fucking with nobody. I'm chilling. No, I don't have no drug problem. No. So we going back and forth for, like, 20, 25 minutes. This is my first day. You know what I'm saying? So I start feeling like I'm, I'm being disrespectful to the other people in the class. Cause like, it's a DUI class, you know what I'm saying? I'm the only one that, at that time anyways that was there for weed, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, just out of respect for them, I was like, yes, yes, nigga, I have a drug problem. Yes, I have a drug problem. And so we going all, and so like me and him were like going at it like the whole time, the whole six months. Like there was one time he was talking about because people was talking about how bad the, the, the county jail is in Oklahoma City. And like, it was this old dude who was like, he got he said he got pissed on. He said, he said some cats pissed on him, you know what I'm saying? And this is a guy who got arrested because for DUI, who like, he was racing his one of his cars. He's an old retired guy. He had, uh, was racing his cars and he got caught driving under the influence. And he went off on the police officers having an attitude and like acting tough and shit. And then he got put in jail. And he ended up getting pissed on. You know so he, he's telling a story. He's like, man, this shit should never happen. Things like that. It, it, like, it's taking everything in me in this class to not bust out laughing that this man got pissed on. And I know that ain't funny, you know what I'm saying? But it is funny. So I'm, so he's saying that. And then like, people are compounding stories about how bad the conditions are in this jail. And then the therapist is like, I mean, what? Do you want it to be like a hotel? And I'm like, I look at him like with this like a disgusted face. Like, nigga, you know exactly what the fuck they talking about. You know what I'm saying? They're not asking to be pampered, but they asking to be treated like human beings where they not in on a sleeping on pitch filled floors and and there's no like like they have access to water and edible food that's actually nutritional for them. You know what I'm saying? Like these are things like that aren't happening. And you and you as a therapist who know how shit works, you know this shit is not built to rehabilitate people was built for recidivism and to get them to return and come back so like that that just rubbed me the wrong way and that confirmed to me why i didn't fuck with dude from from jump street so uh so that was the story i mean it's it's, it's a few different stories you know what i'm saying 
Um, but like at the same time, like while I was going through this, I was with this girl and I was, I, I, I was opened up by my situation. You know what I'm saying that she left and it was just having feeling like less of a man. And it was just like, it was, it was hella, hella, um, traumatic. You know what I'm saying? It was just uh, a lot to deal with. Um, but it, man, I, I, I would not trade that shit for anything. You know what I'm saying? That, that time built me into, a, a, a something that I'm very proud of and grateful for. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I decided to take this whole podcast today to talk about this in itself because, like I said, this was such an important thing to talk about this 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 time. Like that was a time that really like gave y'all what y'all see now. You know what I'm saying? Where like I'm built and I have a foundation where I'm like I know what what I'm doing, I know why I'm doing it, and I know what I'm willing to to sacrifice and go through in order to uh, bring this to fruition. So uh, made it even more real. Um, so yeah, man, that's uh, 24 hours. Week 34, again, that's 24 hours produced by my dog, D-Magic, um, from Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, I mean, we, we, we've recorded a few different songs together. We've known each other for like 10 years. Uh, used to hoot together. Uh, he produced Player Haters Ball as well. Um, yeah, man, that's 24 hours. Uh, that's just welcome. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, y'all have y'all a good rest of the week, good rest of the day. Talk to y'all next week. Um, week 35, we got making a mad next week. Hell yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all be easy. Y'all be great. Be grateful. Peace.